Today, we're diving into the world of human design and specifically talking about the way Jenna Zoe and her team teaches it. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Gwen Awesome, and this is a show all about creating an awesome life. On this weekly show, I'll bring you interviews, ideas, stories, experiments, and share what's working for me to build an awesome life and hopefully inspire you to intentionally build your own. So what is human design? So I went down the Google rabbit holes to try and understand what this is, why we should care. Here's an overall definition with support from Googling chat GPT. <laughs> Here's what it is overall. So from what I understand, human design is a system that blends various elements of astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, and the chakra system with modern science and quantum physics. It was developed in the late 20th century, I think 1987, by Ra Uruhu, Robert Allen Krakauer. So I guess when he developed it, his name changed. He became this new person or this new entity. And after he, oh, after he had a mystical experience and received the knowledge to create this system, there it is. And it actually kind of reminds me of when I first heard about Abraham Hicks. So Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham it's like they went through a mystical experience and they have a new name and they're just this new, they have this, this power. So I kind of was equating it to that. I don't know if that is correct, but that helped me say, mm, maybe there's something to this. So when I read that definition, none of that means that much to me. I don't really know much about the chakra system, the Kabbalah, the I Ching, astrology. I don't know much about it, but when you start to get into the work, it really lands uh, and from what I understand at the core of it, human design is really a tool for self-discovery. And that is one of my main core values right now and could sense it from once I started getting into it that, oh, this is going to be really good. And it provides insights into your energy type, your strategies you should take, your authority, your centers, um, and understanding these different elements they really help you make decisions that will be more joyful and satisfying for you and really lead to more fulfillment. So let me just share with you how you can get into it. Let's like, let's not, let's not hold back anymore. So the way I got into it right now was I went to myhumandesign.com and I did uh, on the site for free. You can sign up with your name. You have to share where you were born, the time you were born and, um, Name? Oh yeah, the year you were born. So it's really kind of an astrological thing where they need to know literally the time. It makes a difference as well. So there's also some tips if you don't know the exact time you were born, how you can find it or take your best guess because uh, it makes a difference apparently. So I uh, I literally went from a skeptic to a paid app subscriber and now I'm reading the book in about a week. I am just down the rabbit hole of human design right now. And it's really, and I want to share with you, like the whole concept of when the student is ready, the teacher appears because when I first heard about human design, it might've been six months ago or something like that from my friend, Jen DeRosa. And she, she, she told me about it. I took uh, the test. I might've done it from a different website and found out that I'm a manifesting generator. And I was like, okay, cool. But it didn't, I didn't, it wasn't ready to learn more, to receive the information. It just planted a seed. And 
my intention with this podcast is to share what I've discovered, share a few things I've learned about myself, but hopefully it might be planting a seed or might inspire you to go check it out yourself. That's all. It's just an offering of, Hey, this could be an interesting way to learn more about myself. Maybe I should check it out. And I recently got back into it because I saw one of my favorite teachers or influencers in the wellness space, Melissa Wood Tepperberg. She shares about Jenna Zoe all the time. And every time it just, I was like, check out her page, but like, didn't feel called to look at it. But just in the last week I was in, I was like, let's go down the route. Let's, let's do it. So again, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, just trust that when you hear about something, if it won't, you know, you keep knocking on your door, you'll open it when the time is right. So again, human, why human design? It's really just this really unique method of self-discovery. It's so personalized. Like when you put your information in, you really feel like, Ooh, this is really tailored to me. And what is so beautiful is it helps you stay in your lane, in your zone of genius and appreciate other people's zones of genius. It can be an amazing tool to if there's certain things that other people have that you're like, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I had some of that. Maybe that's not actually what you're here on earth to do. It's amazing to emulate or be inspired by other people's strengths, but perhaps it's not what you're supposed to be doing. Um, so if you listen to Jenna's podcast called My Human Design, so many episodes share about the genius that one person has, but one person doesn't exactly have it. And it just really helped me remember that if I can stay in my own lane, true magic and true joy will continue to unfold versus if I keep trying to like be more like this other person or do what they're doing. So it's really an invitation to be yourself and I'm here for it. That's what we need to create an awesome life. And what I really love about specifically learning from Jenna Zoe is she feels so effortless, so aligned, so light, so easy when she's sharing. You know, when you, a teacher is telling you something, but you kind of feel like they're forcing information on you or they're pushing something. I've never ha felt that she is pushing something. She is forcing something. The way she speaks and teaches feels like a warm hug, feels like, oh, it's all going to be okay. Um, and even going on her website, I've been so inspired by such a level of humility and service. So many entrepreneurs are trying to be boastful and like, I'm the number one, this and the world-class this, and I've been featured everywhere here and there, which is great. You know, you gotta, you gotta put yourself out there and be proud of what you've done, but she has been everywhere. She, and it's almost like you gotta dig to find that she was on the goop podcast or some huge podcast. It's like, yeah, I'm on the podcast. Like it just feels so no ego involved, just a service vibe. And it's also the way the everything is laid out is so accessible and approachable. Now, I know from listening to the podcast and Taylor, her head of content is on the podcast. I know Taylor has a big role in that as well, but it's just so, it's like a breath of fresh air. It's so inspiring to me that in this online entrepreneur world, somebody having this real sense of, I know I do good work. 
and I'm not trying to be over the top or forcing it. So that was a huge, just aha moment and inspiration to me. So back to my journey of my human design. So I did the free online, not quiz, free, just put my information in, got all the info, which of course is a very generous offering where you don't have to pay it, pay anything. But what's so great about that from a business standpoint as is that you want to know more. If you're like me, if you're a curious person, it's like, I need to know everything. <laughs> Take me in. So I checked out the app and immediately I'm like, I got to pay $7 and 50 cents for this right now. And just started to go so deep into it. And I have the app here and just want to share a couple of things. So I think it's fun to hear about other people's gifts. And I was blown away because I have been living incorrectly. <laughs> I have been not living in my, my strengths for quite some time. I have been driven most of my twenties in looking externally good and doing different, having different work projects or being associated with certain people to try and look a certain way. And yes, there was some fun in that, but it always felt fleeting and always felt that it's not going to last for too long or that I needed to do things right. And it just oh, it was very ego driven and I'm done. Like ego is great to maybe encourage you to get out of bed and create something great. You know what? Let me take that back. I don't exactly know. I got to go listen back to the Penny Pierce episode about what is the ego for, but I just want to live a joyful, peaceful, exciting life. So anyway, I want to tell you what my number one gift is. So when you go on the app, you get a ton of different suggestions for what are the gifts that you have that you should be bringing forth into your life or into your work. And there's your like biggest gift. And for some reason, it's only when you do it on the website, I'm hoping they'll bring it into the app as well. But basically uh, gift 58 called self-created joy is apparently my greatest gift. Apparently I'm here on earth to create and share the energy of joy. So next job I apply to, I'll just kindly say that that's really what my mission is to create and share the energy of joy. Have I been doing, like, I agree with that because I've been saying lately that the intent, the whole purpose of being alive is to enjoy life. But the fact that like self-created joy is what could be my biggest gift. It's almost, it's hilarious. Uh, there's also to give you some more context. There's also gifts like improvement, enthusiasm, being an ideas person, being a tastemaker or marketeer, marching to your own rhythm, creating new things, like different things like that. So mine feels almost selfish, like creating my own joy, but knowing for me, what joy means to me, joy has a, an energy of inclusiveness, of generosity, of everyone winning. I'm not happy if I'm just on a mountaintop with everything I wanted and everyone's down here suffering. It's like joy is we're all doing it together, collaborating. So joy is actually a good thing if I get into it. And I also found something really interesting. There's something called your life theme as well. And my life theme is to bring about change and improvement using love and beauty. Hmm. I love that. 
because that is not what I've been doing. <laughs> or it is kind of, I've seen glimpses of it where when making online courses, I always care so deeply about the aesthetics. I want it to be a beautiful experience. I want people to feel the love when they're taking a course. I want them to feel like it's not just some cold online education experience. It's an energy. You're stepping into a world. You're stepping into that teacher's world. And you feel, I might not have used the word love, but you just feel like something is happening here. Like there's an energy to it and being in that person's school. So that makes sense. And even now being a mom, um, bringing about change and improvement using love and beauty, it's been really interesting being a mom and how much I care about beauty and taking care of myself more. Like I will get ready, put on makeup and lipstick and try and look my best. Even if I'm staying home all day, it's just, I want to feel that energy of beauty. I feel like it's really, um, it's really powerful to just, because it makes you feel a certain way and show up a certain way when you go into different rooms. So I thought that was really cool. Also, some signs that I'm on the right path is satisfaction. Just satisfaction. And I love that so much because satisfaction can mean, like just earlier today, we Liam, my my son, had to get his some shots, uh, needles, vaccines, uh, being four months old. And it's so painful to watch him have to get needles, right? Um, and so that's not satisfying. But to me, it's like, how can I make this in some way a satisfaction, <laughs> satisfactory experience? To me, the healer was McDonald's French fries and an iced coffee. Satisfaction after pain or eat, like taking time to put my food together well or listening to a song that just kind of comes up and I'm like, oh, I really want to hear that song. It's just moments like that. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money, but it's just satisfying waking up early, seeing a sunrise, um, having a warm bath, um, doing my hair. That's something like different things that are just satisfying. It's so cool to know that is specifically my way of knowing I'm on the right path. And then they, there's a section called my not self. So how do you know that you're not on the right path? We're always on the right path, but you're just kind of veering off on a the hard way versus the most enjoyable way. And that would be frustration. So that's exciting to know um, because I have not been frustrated in so long. Um, I've been very frustrated when I worked in towards the tail end of my last full-time job before I got laid off. There was lots of frustration and not feeling like I couldn't make a contribution. And so now it's kind of cool. So if I feel frustration, it's a really amazing indicator that I'm just, something's amiss. Something needs to be tweaked to get back. And the last thing I thought was super cool and kind of random, but really interesting was they talk about your digestion. Like what's the best way for you to digest food? Seriously. And to me, it's a calm atmosphere. So I thought that was really, it's the best way um, that you're designed. It's the best way for you to be designed to be eating. And you would think everyone would have calm atmosphere, right? But no. Several people, people have like a busy atmospheres, like having the, um, like being in a restaurant could be best for you. It's, it's really interesting. Um, and so I've tried to make a switch lately where instead of watching 
a YouTube video or screens whenever I can. I just try and keep it quiet, keep it peaceful, uh, maybe not even listen to anything when I'm eating and just be in that calm digestive mode. So I'm experimenting with it. And when you actually get the app, you can also add people so you can check out their charts as well. So right now I added my little son and I added my husband on there and him and I are like opposites. So it's kind of interesting to see that we're very different and we make it work. So that's been adding. So the human design and Jenna Zoe's work has been adding such an element of awesome to my life lately. And I encourage you to check it out. It's free to learn. I'll add it in the the notes below. Um, and just watch Jenna's podcast too. She's been on a ton of podcasts, great ones as a guest. So you can learn a lot there. Um, and if you check it out and you love it, pass it on to a friend or perhaps share this episode with a friend so they can check it out. So I'm wrapping up today's episode. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have an awesome day.